traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is a show where we take a break from all the news all the yelling all the screaming and we talk about some fun things video games movies tv shows a little bit of everything i usually always start the show by saying i hope you're all having a fantastic weekend on this fantastic weekend but it's really not it's kind of a cold and ucky weekend so i won't wish you that but sit back relax and let's talk about some fun things if this is your first time listening to the geek show welcome the show's broken down like this we'll start off with the news of the week uh, some interesting things in the world of tiktok Nike is doing something really fascinating with a new shoe that initially I made fun of, but after being pointed out what the applications of it really are, I'm actually really excited about it. So we'll go over all of that. Oh, and the Chucky story. If you haven't heard this story about Chucky, you get ready. You're going to laugh incredibly hard because I had to double check. Not even. I triple checked it to make sure it actually happened. And it did. Uh, so you're going to stick around for that. Then after that, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll head to the land of movies. And we'll talk about uh, the new news coming out of the world of movies. Uh, some interesting streaming news. What everybody is watching. And then uh, some hints on the future with some leaks coming out especially in spider-man 3 i am so excited for that movie and we got some really juicy details this week uh then after that we'll take a break for news then we'll come to Corey's tech corner the latest and greatest in the technological world and then we end the show with the top five list of the week which is so heavy in trailers i don't understand usually at the beginning of the year you don't get a lot of movie trailers or movies in theaters because uh, it's kind of the lull until the summer blockbuster season. But I guess because of the shift with the pandemic and everything, we're just getting a lot of trailers now. So you're going to want to stick around for that. But for right now, let's head into the world of TikTok. Yes, so our story, first story of the week goes to TikTok. And this one's very interesting because uh, as social media is starting to fight with uh Congress and politics in general about content and warning people and figuring out what's the right way to go on this very thin line they're walking in the world of social media. If you're on the right side, they're saying, ah, we need to attack social media because they're uh, blocking and censoring uh, conservative people online. If you're on the left, you're saying, ah, we need to stop social media because they're not doing enough to protect people from extremist content. So the social media companies are kind of in the middle of it, and I'm not here defending them at all. No, their only sole purpose is to make money. But uh, it's an interesting line they're walking. Well, TikTok is doing something new. Uh, they are now going to warn you about videos with questionable information. So the app will now display a warning link label on these videos that read caution video flagged for unverified content this means a fact checker looked at the content but wasn't able to certify if it was right or wrong they're going to be doing this because they're trying to stop misinformation going around and they're trying to stop extremist content from going on it's an interesting choice from them uh, i think 
what's really interesting about all of this is you remember when uh, TikTok was on the the end of the line, they were about to be pulled by the Trump administration because of their connections with China. That kind of all of that talk kind of disappeared. I think they were kind of like, oh, new administration. Let's just keep our heads down for now. I have a feeling it's going to come back soon against them uh, to bring up that issue again. But uh, they're staying strong and they are the number one social media platform out there. I'm guaranteeing you if you have kids, they use TikTok. But uh, the fact that they're doing this, I don't think that's bad at all. Um, you can obviously bypass it if you're of a certain age or if you just click to bypass it, but I think it will help kids overall. I think anything, the potential to stop anyone from seeing something horrible, I think if there's always that gate right there that will stop people, I think that's a good thing. Next up, Nike. Nike has introduced a brand new sneaker called the Go Fly Ease. You can slip on and take off these shoes without touching them with your hands. It's really cool. So when you take your shoe off, it will be stuck in kind of an arch form. And then when you put your feet in, it'll slide back and it'll be a regular sneaker. I know that was a terrible explanation, but there's a picture online. And once you see it, you'll be like, ah, I get you, Corey. Uh, but I thought at first I was like, oh, man. And here we go. Uh, we're getting closer to the world of Wally, which is a world where uh, humans all became super fat and just laid on these hover chairs and just played video games on their screens all the time. And I was like, ah, we're slowly moving to there. But then it was pointed out to me, well, this shoe is actually going to help a lot of people because there's a lot of people age wise or health wise that have issues bending over to put their shoes on. And I think this is a great opportunity for uh this to help people and i've actually really surprised we haven't invented something like this sooner i know there are those like those sticks you can put in to slide your feet in but i think this is something that could potentially help a lot of people so i think it's really cool was there a price point uh it will be priced well over three hundred dollars the first available ones will be select uh select nike fans will get it and it will come out on February 15th. So, oh, no, here we go. The new Go Fly Ease will reportedly sell for around $120. Okay, that's a lot better than I thought. Well, it's not as cheap as Crocs. That is their main competitor. They want to simply be an alternative to Croc shoes. So, very, very interesting in the world of shoes. I know that's a huge, like, nerd category for a lot of people. I personally never got into shoes, but... uh I know that is something that a lot of people collect, and they can go for stupid amounts of money, like incredibly stupid amounts of money. Next up, this one's just a hilarious story that I saw. There is a new device called the Audra Boy. It is basically an entire Game Boy clone device that you can play Game Boy games on, but it is only an inch tall, and it is really cool. Now, I'm a big guy. I got big old hands, and I won't be able to use this device because if I try to hit one button, I'll hit all of them. But I think uh, smaller kids might get a kick out of this, and I think other people will too. You can put 100 games on there for free. Obviously, you have to download it online, and it's not 100% legal. It's, in fact, not legal at all. Uh, but I know that there's a big category of people out there who I, I don't even remember what they're called. ROMs? No. But there's a, a, a group of people out there who've made it so you can play, like, N64 or Super Nintendo games for free on your computer. Not exactly legal, but it's out there and a lot of people do it. I don't know how they don't get sued for it, but uh, I think that's what this device is mainly for. But I just had to bring it up because 
I think it's hilarious that is a inch tall Game Boy clone. And uh, just looking at it, I feel like I'm a big guy. Like I said, I feel like if I just look at it, it'll be smashed up because of how big I am. It's just it's that tiny. But it's at the same time, it's kind of really cool to think about. Now, I'm not trying to sound old here. I'm only 30. But uh, back in my day, we had the original Game Boy that was essentially the size of a brick. And just looking now, uh, seeing how much technology has changed, the fact that we could take that brick and make it into essentially a Lego piece is kind of insane. Did I sound old? I felt like I sounded old there. Uh, next one. This one's really cool. Uh, G4. G4 is a network that was on TV for a very long time. It had uh, shows like X-Play and Attack of the Show. It was really a channel dedicated to video games and the TV show Cops because they played a ridiculous amount of uh, Cops episodes uh, because I think they had the rights to it and that's all they wanted to play outside of video game stuff. But it started a lot of people's careers in the world of video games and it was a great place for people to watch at home and feel like you're in a community well uh it disappeared after many many years the company went under i think it was at least 10 years ago well the show is coming back in a new way they're not fully announcing a tv revival but the company announced that it's launching a weekly series starting on oh starting last week on twitch and youtube and it will lead up to the network's return later this summer it'll feature original sketches music parodies game reviews and more viewers will also be able to provide feedback on that content via the network's reddit community so i think that's really cool if anything uh i think i really in my heart of hearts believe that a video game talk style show uh channel would be successful i mean we have twitch we have streaming it would be successful. You just have to have the right people for it. And I really hope that they take this and really go with it because there have been attempts. Uh, there have been some really sad attempts by like CBS and ABC to do a video game type show. And they were just oh, really, really bad. But uh, I just really hope if they get like gamers in mind that they can have those people come together and maybe create a really cool product. Uh, next up, the latest with Steam. Steam is a uh, thing on your computer that you can download and you can buy uh, video games on it. It's basically a place to collect all your video games. There are great uh, prices on there and uh, great sales when they happen. What they're doing something right now, which is really, really cool. And I highly recommend this first if you're a gamer, but also for young gamers out there to kind of see the future and to see that any that you too can do this. They had a festival that started off on uh, Wednesday this week, and it will end Tuesday next week. But what it is, is you just go to the Steam store on your computer, and you will be able to download 500 playable demos for upcoming games. And what's really cool about this is these are all independent uh, video game creators. So you get to try and look at what will be the future of video games. People trying really new and unique things. Some people with uh, teams of 500 people, some with teams of one person. It's a really cool and unique experiment to try things that you may not see for a long time as they continue to make the game. But also, it's a great way, I think, for young kids to be inspired to get in that industry. I know Bradley has a fantastic video game department, and and uh, I think it's stuff like that that is great to help show people uh, the behind the scenes, but also show that 
if you really take the time and dedicate to it, you you yourself can make a video game. So I think that's cool. It's the Steam Game Festival. It started this week. It'll end on Tuesday. Definitely check it out. I downloaded already, I think, like four or five demos. So I'm super excited for it. Uh, let's do some quick ones, and then I have the best ending story ever. Uh, Lego announced that they are going to get into the Sonic uh, realm. They announced that they are going to make some Legos in the style of Sonic, including Sonic the Hedgehog and Dr. Robotnik. Very awesome. As a Lego collector, I am very excited for that. Uh, Spotify announced this week that they have reached 150 million subscribers, which is crazy. Good for them. Obviously, uh, in the music world, their focus right now is on podcasts. And finally, Texas had a really hilarious issue. The Texas Department of Public Safety is blaming a test malfunction after it sent out an Amber Alert on July 29th, January 29th, urging the public to be on the lookout for a missing child. Who was the missing child? Chucky the Killer Dog from Child's Play. I am not joking. According to CBS Dallas, the alert named Chucky as the suspect in an abduction and described him as a 28-year-old having red and auburn hair and blue eyes standing at 3 feet 1 inches and weighing about 16 pounds. It also correctly stated that he was wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored striped long sleeve shirt wielding a kitchen knife. Yes, that has to be the first Amber Alert ever that uh, said that the victim is holding a kitchen knife. The alert also identified the child uh, Chucky as being abducted by Glenn, a five-year-old weighing six pounds, standing at two feet three inches. Glenn is the child of Chucky, apparently from the movie Chucky and the Bride. I don't know. But uh, they're blaming it on a test malfunction. It was sent out three times to the area, but I think think it's just hilarious that there are a bunch of people being on the lookout for a killer chucky doll and with that you guys we're going to take a break when we get back let's talk about movies Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head on down to the land of movies and TV show and talk about what the heck is going on with everyone in that whole industry right now. First, the big one, and I think this is great, AMC theaters have opened up nationwide. I don't believe they're... Well, no, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure locally if the AMC theaters are open, but they did announce they're opening elsewhere around the country, and that's a good sign. Uh, I've, my only worry is that we have the summer blockbuster season coming up. Usually the end of April, the beginning of May is when you get that first big movie of the year. But we already have a lot of movies that are changing the release date from the summer to the end of the year. So I'm a little concerned that they're going to open back up and have nothing to show, which will cause... I think bad things more uh, for AMC theaters, but maybe just maybe uh, we can finally get to the end of all of this and maybe we can have theaters back open uh, safely for everyone and we can start watching movies again. I personally love the streaming at home new movies and I know a lot of people don't, uh, but uh, I really personally enjoy it just because that's how I like to enjoy movies. I have these really nice headphones I wear that just makes me feel like I'm there, but uh, you can't take away the fact that I love movies 
movies because of movie theaters. There's nothing better in the world as a kid walking into this room with a giant screen that just takes you to another world. So I want to help and make sure that movie theaters are here forever uh, as we continue moving forward. So good news on that front. But let's talk about uh, some streaming news. Uh, Disney Plus. First, we have to talk about what is the huge success, and that is WandaVision for Disney Plus. It, it takes place right after uh, the la- the last Spider-Man movie, uh, Homecoming? No, I think it was a different one, but uh, uh, it stars the Scarlet Witch and Vision, and it is basically a love letter to old sitcoms on TV. I've heard that it is really bizarre and really awesome. I don't have Disney Plus right now. I'm waiting for WandaVision to end, and then I will pay for like a month and watch, uh, catch up on that and catch up on The Mandalorian, and then I'll wait for a while until I think the next Marvel show is the um, Falcon and... The Winter Soldier, there it is. Uh, and that one looks really interesting, too, with the villain. Some stuff is coming out about that show uh, with the villain Zemo. And, yeah, I'm super excited for that. But I love weird and bizarre shows, and I heard that WandaVision is really up there. So if you've heard it or you've seen it, uh, let me know what you guys think about it. I really like bizarre and weird, and I'm really excited uh, to see this once all the episodes are out. Uh, sticking with Disney+, Plus, Disney+, Plus has signed a deal with Ryan Cooligers proximity media ryan cooliger is the director of black panther and he'll be directing the sequel black panther 2 that will release next year on july 8th they signed a five-year tv deal with him to make a bunch of new stuff for disney plus including a series that will take place in wakanda i think that's super cool uh, especially with um the the sister of the black panther i would love to see a series about the scientists there and maybe they're trying to cure something but i think that's uh there's a lot of uh untapped potential that you could do in tv shows and movies with wakanda so that one's super awesome uh other things that i saw last weekend uh, i have to talk about the the new hbo movie hbo max has this new feature on there that any movie they release in theaters this year they're also going to release on the streaming service for free that you can watch as long as you have the streaming service. And uh, last year they tested it out with Wonder Woman in December, which had huge, huge numbers for HBO. And uh, this month, one of them is... Uh, what's it called? Uh, of the little things. And it stars Denzel Washington and Jared Leto. It is a murder mystery. And I have to be honest, I walked away kind of confused because I was expecting something a little, uh, more like, uh, what's the best way to describe it? It felt like the movie was like, Hey, I'm a super smart movie, but it really wasn't. They kept saying throughout it, like one of the lines they keep repeating was, it's a, it's the little things that matter. It's the little things that matter, kid. And it led you to think, oh, okay, maybe what you're seeing on screen, maybe there's an ulterior killer or something, but then it just kind of flops at the end. So I don't know if the movie uh, was intending something different, but I walked away a little bit disappointed. But if you like murder mysteries, go watch it. It's a movie that's also out in theaters uh, that you can watch for free via hbo max if you're a subscriber i think it's cool uh let's hit some small ones then we'll take a break uh Spider-Man 3, in conversation with uh, Carrie Mulligan, Zendaya confirmed that Alfred Molina will indeed reprise his role as Dr. Octopus in the next Spider-Man movie. That makes me inc- 
incredibly happy because we're going to go into alternate universes with Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire might be back. Andrew Garfield might be back. Ugh, I'm so excited for that. Uh, the Matrix 4 has confirmed that the film is officially titled The Matrix Resurrection. Aquaman 2 is going to begin filming this summer with a planned release date for 2022. And finally, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ian McGregor confirmed that Eddie Izzard, who is a very unique character, uh, that uh, Eddie Izzard will be in the next Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which will begin filming this spring in Los Angeles. We're going to take a break for news. When we get back, let's go over to Corey's Tech Corner. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner. Oh, a little housekeeping before we do that. Uh, of course, The Geek Show you can find online uh, via the 1470 WMBD app. You can search for all podcasts except for Apple. I believe it di- it's not approved yet for Apple, but we're working on it. So if you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes of The Geek Show, those are out there. And if you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, which, hey, I'm not blaming you at all. I like to hear more of my beautiful voice. Okay, I don't want you thinking that I just sit at home and listen to my podcast and hear me talking for hours on end. I don't do that, I promise. But uh there's I, I host the Greg and Dan show After Party, which is a show that I'm the producer for Greg and Dan in the mornings, and we just sit around and we... It, I call it the Seinfeld of podcasts because it's a show about nothing. We'll just talk about what's going on on our minds and we'll answer some weird and unique questions. So you can check that out all of those anywhere podcasts are. But first, uh, let's get into the news uh, in the world of technology. And we got to start off with kind of a sad one. Well, sad, uh, more bad because it happened in the hacking world. Uh, if you have any family or friends out in Washington state, you're going to want to listen to this. The Washington state government suffered a large data breach involving unemployment claims, potentially exposing data on more than 1.6 million people, officials admitted on Monday. The data appears to have been compromised through a third-party vendor that was contracting with the state's auditor's office. In mid-December, the company suffered a cyber attack via a zero-day vulnerability in its latency file transfer application. That was a lot of scientific computer talk there. The data exposed uh, quite sensitive uh, information, including names, bank accounts, and routing information, social security numbers, place of employment, and your driver's license number. So you're going to want to keep an eye on that. If you know anyone out there in Washington State, you might want to give them the heads up. I talked about this before. I'm really hoping this week we had the Senate hearing, and some of them touched on some of the people coming into the the new administration on technology. But uh, I've done research, and I just don't find that much information on what the Biden administration wants to do on this front. And while I like some of the progress we made under the Trump administration in the world technology and cyber hacking, I'm hoping that we get a little more push because I really think that we're behind on there and we are in a digital world and it feels like it just feels like maybe there are top secret missions and information that I don't know about. It just feels like we're lacking and that we're weak when it comes to cybersecurity. We heard about the big Russia solar wind hack and it just feels like everybody else is better at this than us. So I hope I really, really hope that the this administration will keep pushing and get some new laws into place and and get really a really good team of people to start fighting back. Uh, next up, this one's a little more fun. Oh no, okay, I take that back. This we're not going to go to the fun one yet. Uh, SpaceX had their another test for their uh, their 
drone controlled i guess it was drone controlled but automated control uh space launch and then they landed it it launched successfully and it was great but then sadly when it landed it exploded if you haven't seen the video you can go out there and watch it uh very very interesting i don't know what the full uh goal is with spacex and what they're trying to do are they going to try to uh get focus on tourism are they going to focus on uh scientific trips because i i thought that's what mainly nasa focuses on so i don't know i'll be very curious maybe they're gonna work together in the end but uh they've been doing spacex has been doing some really really fascinating work in regards to uh flights into space and back so uh hopefully we'll be able to get there soon obviously with a lot of this technology stuff that we go over uh it's gonna take uh progress slowly you try something it works okay move on to the upgraded version and you just keep going uh next up this is the greatest thing in the world because uh i was i think my generation was really the one that uh got typing a thing and by typing i mean computers not with typewriters and whatnot uh we were really the first ones to have uh typing computer typing classes and uh, this is something, a new device that I think every school should have just to watch the fun that would come out of it. There is a new keyboard that is using, that's for, uh, keyboarding class in high school. And its design is this. Uh, if you hit the wrong button or if you do what I always did forever, which was do the one finger, look on the keyboard, find the letter and then hit it. Uh, it will shock you. I am not joking. It is a keyboard that will shock you if you do uh, the typing wrong or if you do it or too slow. It's trying to teach you to speed up with your progress. And I love it. Who does not want a sadistic keyboard that will just shock you every time you're wrong? Obviously, it's going to cause lots of frustration and lots of anger. But I really want to see it because I think it would be hilarious. It would, without a doubt, teach you how to type correctly. But yeah, that is a device coming out soon. There were no uh, price points or or anything but i really love that this was a thing that's actually real that there is a keyboard that will shock you if you type wrong really cool and finally i just got to do this headline because then we got to hit the break uh scientists are teaching monkeys to play video games via their mind Yes, I am not joking. And it also brings up the question that I bring up some uh, often, let's be real, often, when I hear some of these crazy stories that scientists do. What are scientists doing with our money <laughs> that we need to teach monkeys how to play video games with their minds? Uh, we had a story a couple weeks ago of scientists creating a new Velcro. I, I just feel like maybe it's just me that there are better options out there. Uh, to focus our scientific abilities on. If monkeys playing video games? Uh, I don't know. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of the show. I know, I know. I'm sad, too. But this is one of my favorite segments of the week. This is the top five list of the week. And holy moly, we have a lot of trailers to go over. I don't know what it is about this week or even this month january is usually never ever and i guess we're in february now but february also is never a time for new movies and new movie trailers just because there's always that lull until about 
April, early May, which is the beginning of the summer blockbuster season. But they are just shoving these trailers out. These are coming out some in just in theaters, some a mix of theaters and online, and some just online only. So we got a lot to go over, and let's just get straight into it with... Number five. This is a trailer for a beautifully animated movie, which I'll talk about in a second. This is SpongeBob the movie Sponge on the Run. Get ready for the ultimate rescue mission. We've got to go help them! In the all-new Spongebob movie. This is going to be like one of those buddy movies. <laughs> With Aquafina. You're fired. Danny Trejo. Snoop Dogg. Yo, Spongebob. Tiffany Haddish. Seriously, folks, I'm floundering up here. And Keanu Reeves. Call me Sage. Good name. I'm made out of Sage and I am a Sage. So it works out pretty well. Yeah, okay, I have many things to say about that. So that's the new SpongeBob movie. And I have to be honest, the, the original SpongeBob movie... I thought was hilarious and great. In fact, uh, I think I just saw it a couple weeks ago. They were selling on auction the life-size model of David Hasselhoff that they had for the movie. But uh, this is going full 3D animation, but it's kind of a mix of 3D and 2D. It almost, to me personally, it almost looks like claymation. Like, that's how well the, uh, the animation looks. So I'll be curious to see if they can succeed with this movie, obviously with Keanu Reeves in it. Any movie is going to be good. Keanu Reeves has kind of hit uh, definitely a cult status uh, in the world of movies. But uh, one interesting note, I love uh, dissecting and watching movie trailers to see how they change things up. And what's really interesting to me, above all, is that uh, I think it's just kids movies still that have a narrator explain what the movie's going to be about on top of the trailer. I haven't quite figured out why, but I'm going to start reading and looking up a few more uh, trailers to look into that. But I think it's really interesting. I need to do a segment one day where I break down trailers for you, because uh, the common theme right now is, uh, and you'll probably, you might hear this in some of the trailers we play, is... Uh, the, the heartbeat. They want to start off with a slow beat to get your heart rate going, and then it will continue, 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 because if you're more antsy and more anticipation and the, you're like edge of your seat, you want to go see the movie. And uh, this one is a totally, totally different uh, take on a trailer. It was narration followed by clips from the show and some funny things. So it'll be interesting to see if they're going to be able to keep up the momentum with uh, this, this SpongeBob movie in 3D. That is the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run. That is so much fun to say. It's premiering on March 4th on digital and in movie theaters. So you don't have to have a streaming service. You just buy the movie via Apple TV, Prime, YouTube, uh, Xfinity, wherever you can buy digital movies. Number four. Number four. Okay, I have to put this in because I love movies based off of real-life events, and this one is really, really fascinating. This is Benedict Cumberbatch in The Courier. I'm here to open a door to the top manufacturers in the West. Will I be putting myself in danger? If this mission was the least bit dangerous, you really are the last man we'd send. Make sure you wear it while you're in Moscow. What does this do? Shoot poison darts? Everyone you meet assume their KGB. Every Russian is an eye of the state. It will just be a career. Just a career for Russian secrets. From now on, you will be selling one thing. 
the idea that you are an ordinary businessman and nothing more than an ordinary businessman. Yeah, so that is the trailer for The Courier. And first of all, people are going to watch this movie because everybody seems to be really attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch. But uh, I think that's one reason why the movie is going to be successful. But the other reason is that this actually really looks good. It's coming out on March 19th, 2020. It's called The Courier. And it's based off of the real-life story in which a man in England who does lots of business all over the world is hired by the secret agency there in, in England uh, to help during the Cold War against Russia. And I won't spoil anything because I started reading up a little bit more about it because I seriously have never heard about this story before. And it looks really fascinating and I cannot wait for it to uh, really showcase this guy's story because I think it's one that's not out there. What I also found kind of hilarious is that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has been in a lot of World War II movies playing a lot of famous and not so famous people and I really hope one day we can have a movie where we stitch together all of his movies and we essentially have World War II the movie featuring Benedict Cumberbatch as everybody. Maybe we'll get there at some point, but I just thought it was hilarious because he's literally been in a lot of different World War II movies. But that is The Courier. It is coming out, to my knowledge, just to theaters, no streaming services. At least I don't see anything about it, but it's coming out on March 19th. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to a comedy that's coming to Netflix. It looks really good, and the reason why it caught my eye when I first heard about it is that it's directed by Amy Poehler, who is from SNL, Parks and Recreation. I really enjoy her as an actress and some of the behind-the-scenes work that she's done. I know she's uh, worked on Broad City, which was on uh, the Comedy Central. She has a great great directing abilities, and I think this is one that's going to show it off. This is Moxie. Me and my friends protested everything. We made a ton of mistakes. But you're glad you did it all, right? Of course. What are you going to do? Nothing? Whoever wrote Moxie is a badass. You know what's messed up? I got sent home for wearing a tank top. Meanwhile, Jason is constantly shirtless. People refuse to call me by my new name. Yes, that is the trailer for Moxie. It is coming to Netflix on March 3rd, starring and directing Amy Poehler. And it is a coming-of-age story about Amy Poehler's daughter and kind of revolutionizing and fighting against the bullies and the, the popular kids in high school. It just looks like, like, I have a feeling I know in the back of my mind like how this story is going to play out, but it just looks fun. And one thing I really like about Amy Poehler is that she has different layers of comedy, and I like seeing the hidden... Uh, humor that doesn't like instantly jump out at you but uh it's the subtle things that i really like so i, I have high hopes for this movie there are some early talks about it uh good things so i'll be very curious to see that is moxie coming to netflix on march 3rd number two Number two, number two goes to a sci-fi movie starring Bruce Willis that i would honestly call a combination of fifth element meets aliens this is cosmic sin Four hours ago, the crew of the Vander made first contact. Stay there. They believe we're hostile. In the event of first contact, humanity must strike first. To ensure the continued survival of our species. Operation Cosmic Sin is now a go. 
Yeah, so that is the trailer for Cosmic Sin, and... Uh, I have really mixed feelings about it. It stars Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo, but uh, here's the thing. It looks kind of generic. Uh, obviously, there are going to be aliens. They're going to try to kill people. we got to stop the aliens before they reach Earth, and then they will, and the, the day will be saved. Is that what's going to happen? I don't know, but the trailer was lacking a little bit for me. But... It's sci-fi, and it's Bruce Willis. I mean, I think we already know what you're going to expect when you walk in, so I don't think people will be disappointed. They just want to see an old guy, Bruce Willis, walk around with a giant machine gun rocket launcher and shoot up some aliens. And you know what? I'm totally cool with that. I did like, though, at the very beginning, when it took place, I think it was on Earth, uh, it was very cyberpunky and very fifth elementy, and then it went to the generic action route. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just the trailer that's wrong. Sometimes that happens it's hard to really set up especially with sci-fi movies uh in two minutes how a movie is going to play out but uh i'm interested it'll be available in theaters and on digital and on demand so you can buy it anywhere on march 12th that is cosmic sin starring bruce willis here's number one number one number one goes to a trailer that i thought i really thought when i started watching this I'm going to hate this movie, and I would never put this on the top five geek list, let alone the number one slot. But then the trailer continued playing, and I said, oh boy, I am very much interested. This is the trailer for The Nevers on HBO. It came three years ago. A power that mocks God. Those afflicted. Untouched. Mrs. True? Mr. Dare? Being touched is not a defect of character. Into this war, the cops, the purists. There's no shortage of people who hate us. Mrs. True and I, we've come to help with that. We don't want more violence. Gentlemen. Might we be civil? Okay, so that is the trailer for The Nevers. And while the trailer itself, the audio, I guess, doesn't really give it uh, enough punch for me, uh, I had to put this on number one because I am really fascinated by this. But the trailer starts off by walking through like a Victorian era style place. And I'm like, oh, not another like Downton Abbey type show. I, I really don't want to watch any more of that. Then it went full steampunk on me. And then it involved magic and assassins and lots of fighting. I'm all in. So this is The Nevers. It is based in the Victorian era uh, London. And it is all about these people called touched, touched people. And they are mostly women, but there are some men who suddenly manifest abnormal abilities. Mostly women, but sometimes men who suddenly manifest abnormal abilities, some charming and some very disturbing. And the main character, who is like almost an assassin and also an inventor, uh, they are champions of this new underclass and they make a home for all of the people like them. So it's basically, to sum it up, I know that was, I was reading off the description of the movie and I don't think that did well. It's basically X-Men in Victorian era. That is The Nevers. It is coming to HBO and HBO max in april and with that you guys that is it that is the geek show for the week i know i'm sad too i really love doing this show and i'm glad you you were able to take your time uh to stop by and listen uh as always i try to end the show with, on something positive so i just want to say 
go do good this week. That's all you have to do. One one good thing is all I ask. Uh, if it's one thing, uh, living in Peoria and in Washington, I grew up in Washington, live in Peoria now, and uh, what I love so much is this community and how much that they can come together and help each other and lift each other up. And that's what we need to do because I always say this, but it's true, and I want this message to be rung everywhere so if anyone's feeling down that they know there are people out there like me, like you, geeks, fellow geeks, who want to watch each other's back and know that you're not alone in this big, big world that we're in. So go do something good. Go reach out to someone. Just say, hey, how you're doing? That's all I ask. Uh, have a fantastic weekend, and I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.